0: Boom. All right. <sighs> <Three.
1: laughs> That's exactly how I fucking feel.
0: <laughs> right. Are you recording on your end?
1: Yeah, I'm rolling on both cameras and
0: audio. All right, here you go. Three, two, one. I think. Uh, Three, two, one. <laughs> I um, think you need to say clearly what happened. Who
2: gives a fuck? I don't care if we personally kick Candace Owens in her stinky cray cray. I know this is going to be about loud. I don't care. Let's keep this shit funky.
0: Yes, yes, y'all. What's happening? What's going on? What's popping? Welcome to another episode of the Unpopular Opinion Show. I go by the name of T-Storm. And as always, joined by my partner in crime, my brother, D, DJ Mike Swift. What's up, Mike? What's happening? What's
1: happening? Not much, man. Another day in paradise.
0: Yes, yes. At least you're not in Texas.
1: Well, you know, it's funny you say that. My kids are in Texas.
0: Shit. Um, Then there's that.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, (laughs) I talked to them. My my children are amazing human beings. Like, the the world, it just kind of goes by, and they're just like, meh. So I talked to them on Sunday. Mm Mm-hmm. And I hadn't heard, they're they're in in Houston. I had heard about Dallas. I hadn't heard about Houston. Mm. So I wasn't super, super kind of worried because those two places are very, very far apart. So I talked to my kids on like Sunday and we talked about everything. They never once mentioned anything about snow, ice, cold, blackouts, nothing. They were talking about video games and everything. So I was like, okay, they're right. Yeah. About midweek, I called her mother to check in, and you know I got the "It's about time you call." (laughs)
0: Like
1: I call the people who matter. Oh no! (laughs) But uh, you know, she was just giving me shit. She didn't really mean it that way. She was just joking. Um, and uh, we talked, and she was like, "Yeah, they they've had some rolling blackouts and uh." But they've not lost power uh, They've only been Without power in the rolling blackouts For a few hours here and there You know they, they, for the, I mean it's been a little inconvenient But it hasn't been Life threatening so they were Super fortunate in that regard And I'm grateful uh, Because I'm very far away And there's nothing I can do to help them You know from here but
0: Yeah, good. yeah. They, They're good That's good Good. Yeah. God bless. Thank God. Um, glad they're not in that little. What's that little shit? Del- well, I won't call it a shit town, but the mayor is shit. The little uh, in 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 Texas, Tim Boyd. What was the? What was this city he was um over? Do you are you, are you familiar? I am not. So um, Tim Boyd got on the Twitters in the oh middle of, in the middle of this uh. Um, catastrophe that's going on in in his city and state and says quote no one owes you or your family anything nor is the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this sink or swim it's your choice
1: I'm looking at it now yeah it's a, it's a long post like, oh yeah he went in.
0: that's just a portion of it basically fuck you you on your own
1: so uh, no, no, let's read a little bit further because now i i think it's something under the surface here uh the city and county along with power providers or any other service uh owes you all caps nothing i'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout if you don't have electricity you step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe If you have no water, you deal without and think outside of the box to survive and supply water to your family. If you're sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you're lazy is direct result of your uh, raising. Only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. Folks, God has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this. This is uh, sadly a product of socialist government where they feed people. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, Where they feed people to believe that the few will work and others will become dependent for handouts. Am I sorry that you've been dealing without electricity and water? Yes, but I'll be damned if I'm going to provide for anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. We have lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system and mesh them into one group. Bottom line, quit crying and look for a handout looking for a handout. Get off your ass and take care of your own family,
0: mm. Uh Marissa, Let's give a hand to Tim Boy. That was oh man, <laughs> excellent. Oh, that was excellent. Great shit work there, Tim Boy. I mean, as the mayor. <laughs> oh my god. I, okay, that's a lot to unpack in that. But just uh, you are there to serve people. Yes, people should be able to take care of themselves. But if they can't provide your own electricity you have stuff like that you know as a generator or something like that a lot of people don't have generators you know
1: it's Colorado City in Texas yeah is where he was uh you so I'm curious because I think I <laughs> I think I might smell some racism mm.
0: wow that that almost sounds like a segment. Let's look I smell racism say what I it sounds like a segment <laughs> that <laughs> I smell race I smell racism I like that proceed
1: there was a few buzzwords in there
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: so the town of Colorado City is 85 percent white okay seven percent black mm-hmm. less than one percent Asian and um American indian
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that's what 92 93 94. So I guess there are some respondents who didn't didn't reply. It says more roles. Let's look deeper. I think median age thirty seven point three. I think it male female ratio more, one to one.
0: More classist than racist on this one, based on the you know on uh, the makeup of of that town, because there's probably a lot more poor white folks than poor black folks in that city.
1: Given given the high um, percentage of whites, there's no mention of um, people of Latin descent here, which is
0: interesting. In They've the,
1: got to make up the other what four percent?
0: I oh, mean, that I, they,
1: that's, that's un, unaccounted for,
0: or that, or they all migrated to Corpus Christi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. So there were some key words in there, but I agree with you. It's probably more um poor and underemployed whites in that town than other races just because the numbers.
0: Okay. Hang on one second. Um I'm gonna pull this call in. This is a this right. is a homie of mine I just reconnected with. Stand by. I'm gonna bring him up in the convo. Comedian Dino is on the line. What's up, bro? This is T Storm. I have you on my podcast right now. Oh man, what a coincidence! What's happening, bro? How you doing? Tell you what's up to my partner, Mike. Mike, uh, Mike. Mike Smith. Mike Swift. Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Swift.
2: Swift. <laughs> Swift. What's happening, Mike Swift?
1: Nothing much, brother. How you doing?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Um, did did uh, did T tell you uh, the coincidence that happened yesterday? No. Um. So I do these radio calls, um, for a few bucks, a little side hustle. Right. And, uh, you know, he does this radio thing. And so I got hit up to do a radio call. And so when you do that, they call you and then you do whatever those stick they ask you to do. And, um, so he calls me, we do the little thing. And then a few minutes later, I get a call back from the same number. Um, and he's like, yo, I meant to tell you your number was in my phone already. Right. So, we obviously had met. So, and then he remembered. Uh, what was it like like ten years ago? Yeah, we had met at a uh, at a comedy show.
0: Yeah, comedy club comics, which is no longer in existence here in New York City. Comics doesn't even exist any, anymore. Yeah, we were doing Cipher Sound Show. Right. And, yeah. Uh, Jack Thriller uh, was the host. Jack Thriller, my guy, uh-huh.
2: and uh, this is just a small ass world. And then we started So then we start talking. And, um, I'm about to do this podcast and I asked him if I could pick his brain and now we
0: best friends. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's my dude, it's my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were just, we were just talking about the shit that's going on now in in Texas. And Uh, I got a lot of, I got a lot of Texas homies, man. A lot of comics that,
2: uh, left here from the pandemic to go home to where they they felt it was because New York ain't shit right now. And now they fucked up just like us. Yo.
0: It it I think they took the New York weather down there with them. Um Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, man. And uh t- that 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 mayor, Tim Boy. What what's the sound? Colorado Colorado City?
1: Yeah, Colorado City, Texas. He's the mayor of that that little town.
0: They had the nerve to tell folks, hey, I ain't doing shit for you. I, I don't owe you nothing. Cool. Well, for real? Dead up. Yeah. <laughs> well, on- you know what? Actually
2: <laughs> I kind of respect that a little bit. <laughs> No, only because. <laughs> don't get me wrong. That's that. He ain't shit for that. <laughs> but how honest is that? As opposed to a politician just lying to you and, and saying he's going. Everything's we are doing all this, and you can have your power back, and and we're giving you all caviar dinners. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, I ain't got shit for you, man. We ain't got. it. It's not in the budget. Deal with deal with the shit yourself.
0: It's not even. It's not even that. It's not even. He didn't even say it's not in the budget. It's like I ain't got shit for you. Don't expect it from me. You ain't getting it. Oh wow! That's that's you, even, that's you <laughs> on you on your own. If you on, if, if you ain't got power, and you ain't got water. It's your own fault.
2: Wow. Yeah. Well, just, but, you know what? This is his last term. He wasn't running again.
0: So well, he said, fuck well, he's 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 uh, resigned since. <laughs> so oh that's, yeah. That's, that's there's there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that coming. Right. That's the end of his political career. Uh, yeah, um, unless... Yo, that's wow That's funny as hell, man. Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm, I looked up the town and I looked up like population, demographics, all of that. Dude, the population of that town is 4,071. That's it? That's like a, a great concert. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like... Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's man. High, that's half crazy. a giant stadium. One, you know, one good generator could fix that whole town. You
0: wild. You fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see the that problem. Is, start one trash can fire in the town square and be good.
0: See the problem is he's using it. That's why he's like fuck y'all. Yeah, yeah. that's one project out here. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, it's, that's, that's the end of his political career. But man, if if uh, if ain't shit, had a face and a name. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> it'd be Tim Boyd. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I might talk
2: about that shit tonight. Yeah, exactly. Um, True. But, yeah, thanks a lot, guys, man. <laughs> uh, enjoy your podcast. Hit me up later, bro. Will do, man. Thank you, bro. Take, Take care. Man, meet nice you, man. meeting
0: you, man. All right, cool. Peace. Peace. Dino, you Another news. That was the wrong sound effect. How about that? As Dino. <laughs> Comedian Dino. He has, he, he's talking about, like, bombing on stage. I got a few stories. Mm-hmm. I got a few stories. Oh, my God. At that very show, that one of the, one of the I, I can't remember which one we met at, but I bombed that half of them. <laughs> 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 I bombed
1: it, I Sorry, did it. I don't remember what it was, but I bombed it pretty much all of them, half, so it makes it hard to figure it
0: out. I, I did that show twice. I did a show twice at comics. At least twice. Yeah. Two times. And okay. And I did another show that was, I did comics a couple other times that I did actually decent on that Jack Doyle was the, the, the host on. But I remember the first time I got the I, I got the video to this day, man. I watch it from time to time just to crack myself up. I was doing so well. I was out there, me and Jack talked about it. He was like, yo. I was doing so well. It was like when my it's like early on. And <laughs> and I got to my last joke. And couldn't recover from the punchline. I hit the punchline and it was it because I had been getting these laughs and laughs and laughs and laughs. My time is done. The light coat, you know, in comedy, they, they, you know, put the, the red light up, they'll signal, you know, you have a minute left. So I'm wrapping up my set and I hit that punchline at the end. It's supposed to be the roar and crickets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs>
0: like, and I didn't recover. It was like, <laughs> like I could have. I I didn't recover. I was like, "That's my time, peace." And I got the fuck off the stage.
1: <laughs> you should have just said, "Fuck y'all." That was funny. <laughs> no,
0: I, I, couldn't think, I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting for that because I had been doing so well the whole time, and then, you know, that. And so, uh, Jack said that he was like, it was like a, a Jedi. Like, is the the force is strong with this one?" And. <laughs> oh boy yeah good time comedy
1: is thankless bro oh
0: my god and, and that's the you, thing
1: you're either funny or you're not Right? But, like, this is no halfway
0: right but here's the other thing you know the thing about comedy is you can be not funny and then get funny because sometimes okay. sometimes you can your premise your premise and setup can be great but just one word one word can tweak, can change the trajectory of a joke, and I learned that. It's some, it's it's a it's a play on words. You're saying different things or whatever. The difference between and and then <laughs> could be the difference between crickets and roaring laughter.
1: I mean, I've I've said on the show a million times that I I've, <clears throat> I've watched Patrice O'Neill. Shit, I've studied Patrice O'Neill mm-hmm. uh, at this point? But he was saying something like the same thing. He was saying um, there are sounds that are just conducive to funny. Mm -hmm. Like certain words put together in a sentence a certain way is just funny. You could say the same thing without those sounds and it just won't be funny. Um, And he seemed to have just mastered that. Just he would say things that if, if I said it back in it just wouldn't be funny, but it was like how he said it, right? How it was just you
0: say it, putting yep.
1: those sounds and shit together, it was just hilarious.
0: The timing, you know what I mean. The tone of your voice. Um, uh, shout out to talent. Talent taught me, you know, things that you do subconsciously. Just your facial expressions. He taught me that you know, um, the on how to hold a mic. So here, here I have a traditional performance mic. When I first started, I did the shit like a rapper. You can't see yeah. you can't see my face here, right? Yep. But here, you can see my face. It's comedy, gotcha. comedy class one on one. You get you know you learn the distance or how to use the, uh, how to use the mic. Of he what he and what he taught me was, you do different things with your face. You don't even realize you're doing. You say something, and the expression you're, on your face can extend a joke even further than you know. You get a punch, you hit a punchline, people laugh, but. You know the different things you do with your face makes it even fun. It's 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 your whole. You're using all of your tools. So, in any case, um, what I've what I've learned, I've, you know, I'm I'm I I haven't done it for as long as I'd like to, but again, it's something that you can do forever. So, um, folks, in case you're wondering, I've been pouring um, a little drink here. <laughs> uh, this is. Um, Honey, Jack, and uh, and lemon juice. Traditionally, if you heat it up, it'll be called a hot toddy. This I call a hot uh, a cold titty. So,
1: bottoms up. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to put in my mouth.
0: Cold titties are great. Uh, Absolutely. Not too, uh, not too cold. <laughs> room temperature is
1: <laughs> room temperature titties. <laughs> Well, speaking of speaking of of <laughs> cold, uh-huh. one miss one miss Rachel Dolazal, actually, and Halle Berry, the two of them are figuring out what it's like to be in the cold. Uh, let's start with Rachel. Yes, if you yeah. remember Rachel Dolazal, everybody, she was the woman <laughs> who she was the head of the Spokane NAACP, I think,
0: somewhere there. Uh, yeah
1: curly kinky hair dark skin uh professor of African studies all of this stuff putting herself out there like she black
0: light skin, black
1: her parents <laughs> passing black
0: passing right? black believe it oh you whoa
1: her parents was like oh hell no and they released a picture of her as this blonde Little white girl when she was a kid.
0: We thought she was that Nubian.
1: That was back in
0: Here she is, she's passing as Nubian. In reality, she's a pilgrim. <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> blonde eye-
1: hair broke loose. A blonde blonde <laughs> hair.
0: She didn't have blue eyes, but yeah. If if Becky had a definition, it have it would have her original picture in 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 the dictionary.
1: That poor thing. She did the media circuit, and they just drug her, and she was. Uh, but uh, and uh, uh, you know, she was swimming backwards, backpedaling, trying to figure it out. But mm-hmm. she got canceled, and that was before canceling was even a thing, right? Like that was 2015. She got canceled. Yeah. Uh, she recently did an interview. With, why are we talking about her? She recently did an interview with Tamron Hall, um, where she talked about her life now, and she's like. I can't get no job.
2: Mm.
1: She's like, it's been six years and nobody will hire me. She's like people, you know, when you go in for the interview and they talk to you and they just Google search and all of this shit comes up. Uh, and they're like, no, thank you. She says she is trying to get a job as a. she said, she, uh, I even applied to jobs. that didn't even require degrees being a maid at a hotel, working at a casino. I wasn't able to get any of those jobs either. Right. Damn. So how does she supplement her income? Her Asked our braiding hair, Rachel. You still doing it, Rachel? Stop.
0: <laughs> All right. To to her credit, I think she has black kids. Right? She didn't adopt them. Are they? She does. Did she did she adopt yes. them or, or did she have them naturally?
1: That is a great question. She has three kids. I think they're three boys. Um, they are obviously biracial children. Okay. Uh, let's see if we so, can okay. find out. So some at information some point, she on- she
0: did have some black in her. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, once <laughs> you go black, uh, you know, I don't I don't even know how to complete that in, in her case. This, she she. She wanted to be a nigga. Now, until they started treating her like a nigga, and now she's like, "Wait, wait, right. wait! I'm not really black. Wait a minute, hire me." <laughs> wait, No, no, you
1: acting black and you can't get no job. I can't get
0: no job no, now. Wait, want wait, to being black. <laughs> right. No, wait, wait. I was just kidding. <laughs> I feel for her. I really do. Because I mean, f- if anything, I, we could consider her an ally. I think she just her her wires were a little cross on how she went about everything right but um has she had just copped to it and said yeah i'm a white woman but i'm gonna identify as black from here on out i'm one i'm with y'all that have been completely different than like lying about it out you know what i'm saying or trying to hide it
1: i have thoughts oh boy. <laughs> so i can't find it and i'm just kind of doing a curse research real quick i uh Oh, she gave birth to another son. It says, so yeah. These are her biological children. Uh I'm assuming, without doing in-depth research.
0: Now she could have she could have just said, "I'm black by injection," and and would have been cool with it. Like, oh shit! All right, what you gonna say to that?
2: So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh, I was gonna say something horrible. Um. I have lots of thoughts. Okay. The, 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 to the point of her being an ally, Mm -hmm. I think she is probably more educated on, on African studies and African American studies than most black people. I think she, in her time at the NAACP in Spokane, she tried to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. She's, She's tried to advance for um, people of color, right? So I, in terms of her education and her heart, she, they were in the right place. The appropriation, like this is the very definition of appropriation. This ain't taking some black music and and redoing it. This is taking the skin and the hair and the position and the everything. Like you are pretending to be a black person that's where she loses me.
0: Well, I mean, okay, I am not a fan. This just just be clear. But she's not necessarily the first person to do it. She is the she's the first to be recorded and actually like most most white folks that appropriate black culture still are are, are don't claim to be black. They just steal the other shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, she went all the way there. I mean, just thinking about the women, you know, the folks that do the 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 injection in the lips, the ash injections, all types of stuff to get to have black features, tanning, all that, all those different things they do, but they still maintain to their whiteness. She she um gave up her whiteness, if you will. See, I. I well, I, 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 I
1: I agree. She wasn't the first to do it, but she damn sure was the best to do it. Yeah, I mean, right. she she did that. She she had the NAACP fool, bro. Wow.
0: Well, depending <laughs> on, well, okay, I won't even say. I nope. Let me just <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. Um, let's just so, say the, the 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 organization for the advancement of color people. Um, she was colored. So <laughs> technically she was, you know, she, she, I guess like if she had, it, had she owned her whiteness, that had been the thing that, that had been like, Oh wow. And you know, I grew up, a, I, I grew up as this, I have two, three, however many children, you know, biracial children right now who are, would not be looked at by as biracial because they don't really look, like they were a little darker, I think, you know, than she was putting on to be. And, oh yeah. And um, had she just owned it, it had been, you know, it wouldn't have and, been a thing. And
1: that—that's my—that's my other thing, right? So she did what she did.
0: Hang on, you uh, your sound went out, and you're frozen on one camera. I don't hear you at all. And I think it's, you can't hear me. Hang on, Mike. Hold on. It's going to take a, my internet, internet connection. Is I think unstable. you're back, yeah, but I can't hear you. All right, here we go. There
1: you go. Um, okay, sorry about that. So, so that that's, that's kind of the first thing, right? So now here we are six years later. Uh, she's changed her name legally to Inkichi Amari Diallo. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> she's still classifying herself as uh, uh, what is it? What's the phrase she uses? Her racial identity. Uh, I can't remember the phrase, multiracial or something like that she's still holding on to it and she says it's it's because that's how i feel on the inside fine Mm. it's fine to feel that way it's fine in your head to say i got more in common with this group of people than i do with that group of people i would question why you feel that way but not even turning into armchair psychologist that's that's your reality fine it is what it is but it's kind of insulting to black people for you to be able to be black when it's convenient for you and not black when it's not convenient for you. Right. You're not black. You, you're you not dealing with the struggles and the suffering and all that. You might be educated on it, but we don't have a shared lived experience. Rachel dollars. Well,
0: no, I, I, well, that's where I, I'll correct you because now she is.
1: Oh yeah. She is now.
0: Now, you know what I mean? So, I guess be careful what you ask for.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, that ass got hit for welfare fraud back in uh, 2018.
0: Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: She was on welfare, can't get a job, Uh, got to braid hair with three kids, and the daddy ain't around.
0: Mm. Yeah, she...
1: Sound black to me.
0: Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Welcome. What's her name? What, what's her new name?
1: Uh... In, in Kichi
0: Diallo In Kichi In Kichi Amare Diallo We're gonna call her Keisha Keisha, welcome <laughs> We're gonna call her ass Keisha Keisha You one of us now For real, uh, for real
1: But she did an interview with Tamron Hall It's about 15 minutes uh, It's I, I'll be honest with you It's not Mind-blowing interview It's interesting to see her now Six years later She's hocking her book You know And, and doing the whole thing And
0: as she should, as she should. I mean, come on. I mean, she got national attention off of this. She, you know, only thing that only thing that didn't happen was that somebody else benefit more than she did. Then she really had the black experience.
1: <laughs> if somebody came and appropriated her appropriation,
0: exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They do a you know they do a song and a story and a movie about it and she don't get shit for it and then you really got your nigga wake up call for real
1: <laughs> I like that nigga wake up call yeah, man. Uh, I, can't, I can't take credit so for that on.
0: can't take credit for that Paul Paul Mooney your nigga make a wake okay. up call
1: one of one of the funniest
0: men to ever live mm-hmm. yeah um um Kim and Kanye ah uh, Kanye uh, Kim has um filed for divorce surprise no no um and they say Kanye's not doing very well okay moving on you were going to say <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> i read a little bit about that story man um it, you're right it's not a whole lot to talk about we all saw it coming the writing has been on the wall for a while um she is handling it actually very well she's she in in her um uh filing for divorce she's asking for joint physical custody with the kids okay she's like we got a prenup that already outlines everything. So she's not trying to throw out the prenup or not like that. So she it's, it's being handled. Well, uh,
0: I mean, she got her own frankly, money. I
1: thought it's coming when he said he was going to marry her. I was like, okay, well, we'll see how long that lasts.
0: Yeah. I shit, she saw it coming. I think she wrote it out in the script for her reality show. And ironically, this is the last season of her real <laughs> reality show. so, <laughs> We've been building to this crescendo from, from season one, apparently. Like, we didn't even know. Before they were even dating, she was like, yeah, I'm going to get that dude. Then I'm going to divorce him. I'm going to annul it. We're going to have this big elaborate wedding. Then I'm going to annul it and then go to this dude and then ultimately get to Kanye. And by season 15, rap, And then I'm going to become a lawyer and start doing some other shit. <laughs>
1: What? what uh, uh, well done, Kim.
0: Yes. Another so, one. Another one who is feeling- black. Black by injection.
1: <laughs> well, if she's black by injection, she's blacker than all of us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> foul! Foul! <laughs> black on a play. She had a
1: lot of black injections.
0: <laughs> she got a lot of injections. <laughs> Oh shit!
1: Uh, uh, one Miss Halle Berry. I didn't think it was possible to like her more. I I am in love with Halle Berry now.
0: Okay, why so?
1: Because Halle Berry is bitching about paying child support.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Halle. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Her kids don't live with her. No. Didn't know that. Hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked.
1: Uh, ex-boyfriend, Gabriel Aubrey, uh, has their 12 year old daughter, Nyla. Okay. Uh, Halle Berry, somebody said something. Uh, she uploaded the post that read women don't owe you shit. And she replied to somebody who said she can't keep a man. Uh, she said, uh, no, she said, women don't owe you shit to the, to the dude who said she couldn't keep a man. Somebody says something about, um, uh, you got to pay child support. And she says, and it takes great strength every day to pay it. And by the way, it's wrong. And it's extortion. Ooh. Oh, really? Hallie, let's elaborate. She says, uh, quote, I'm not going to speak on alimony as I've never asked for it, nor have I ever paid it. However, as for child support, I feel I can speak on it as I've been paying it for a decade now. I feel if a woman or a man is having to pay support that is way more than they reasonably need to help, all caps, support the child, I think that is wrong. Hmm. I understand some parents, man or, or woman, may need help, But I feel in these modern times, both men and women have the responsibility to financially take care of their children and work hard and make every effort to do so. She wasn't done there. Mm. (laughs) The way many laws are set up, people are allowed to, all caps, use children in order to be awarded money to live a lifestyle that not only did they not earn, but that is way above and beyond the child's reasonable needs. And that is all caps, the wrong and where I see the abuse. The laws are outdated and no longer reflect the modern world. This is just my opinion. I clearly don't own the truth. I can say I'm living it every day and I can tell you it's hard. Wow. She ended by saying, and this is when I fell in love with her, I do totally understand the feelings of those men who feel they are and have been taken advantage of by the system. Now, damn, all right, she Hallie. had a lot to say.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay.
1: Right. Now, Hallie, I mean, like I'm talking directly to you, sweetie. Right. sweetie it could have been worse for you. She was paid. She's been paying sixteen thousand dollars a month since 2014. Wow. They are dudes who are paying 38 36,000 a month like celebrities in the celebrity world. Uh they trying to get them. They are getting them. Uh she went in to have her her payments adjusted to $3800 a month, which is still a lot of money. Um and and that yeah,
0: that didn't work that out. Didn't wow. <laughs> wow. I mean
1: Rachel Dolezal knows what it's like to be black. Halle Berry knows what it's like to be a man.
0: Yeah, man. That's crazy. I didn't know I that blows my mind. <laughs> that blows my mind. Um but like, maybe she'll stand up for folks, you know what I'm saying? For you know, maybe she'll become uh an outspoken, you know, person about, you know, from her own her own experience, you know, and being a celebrity. You know, can can speak. One could only
1: hope. Yeah, one could only hope, man.
0: I mean, it's. I mean, but here's the thing: she has the means to to pay. I, you know, I hear about cats all the time that's like barely making it, and still get hit up for damn near sixty percent of what you know of their gross income.
1: (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Which always blew my mind. Like they figure child support on the gross, and it's like. But I don't take gross. Right. I take net. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> right. How are you hitting me for gross? Yeah, that's gross. And and this is the the part that you know. Look, I I pay child support. I've been paying child support since two thousand nine. I was salty about it at first, um, just because it's a hard pill to swallow to write that big check every month. Yeah. But it's my kid. Yeah. So. I'm going to pay to take care of my kid. And also I filed the motion against myself. She didn't. Got it. So I went into the court and was like, let's, let's get all of this straightened out legally. Right. It's, it's, it's a much longer, deeper story than that, that I just won't go into right now. But, um, so I I get the difficulty and the pain of writing that check, but you got to write that check, right? It, it is, it is what it is. You have to do it. Your kid,
0: yeah, you gotta take care of. Him. Yeah, um, I was fortunate. I, you know, I, 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 I tell a joke about this, and so uh, I got custody of my kids, so I wouldn't be the one paying child support. That's a, <laughs> you know me, and the shit worked out. Um The rest of that joke goes. I feel bad. I feel for my baby mama though. Every time I cast that check, I feel for that. Ass. <laughs> like, damn, guys, this is messed up. Want to go Red Lobster? Here we go. <laughs> you know,
1: Look, I mean, y- y- you know, you got to pay. But what I don't like about it, what bugs me about it. Is if you don't pay. You can go to jail and take away your means to pay. Correct. Yeah, but they don't yeah. suspend the payments while you in jail. So you come out in the rears. It is the it's and please somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but it is the only instance of debtor's prison that still exists in the United States.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: As a society, we said a long time ago, debtor's prison was a bad idea. If you couldn't pay debt, throwing a person in jail, it's a bad idea. We don't want to do it. But in cases of child support, yeah, we're going to keep that one right like that. Uh, It bugs me. It bugs me.
0: And like anything else, they make money off of it. So, because you got to pay, you got to get a lawyer, you got to pay court fees, you got to pay this, you got to pay that, all types of shit. So. Um, it's a racket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, but hey, what, well, Halle Barry, damn, who the thunk it? <laughs> Hallie getting shook.
1: He's shaking her down for 16K a month. Ooh. Ooh. I know that hurt every time she write that. <laughs>
0: And she the one that had the kids. (laughs) Like, damn, ain't that a bitch? I
1: had the damn baby and I got to pay you.
0: I gotta pay you? Yeah. Yeah, she might be a whole different. She might be more gangster than we think.
1: (laughs) There's a um there's a TED talk. It's and I can't remember the lady's name. She's a, a a men's rights advocate. She's an attorney. And she largely represents men in um, divorces and paternity cases and that kind of thing. Okay. and she does this Ted talk and she breaks all of that stuff down man, and it's, it's actually fantastic. I'll link it below. I'll find it and link it. And it's another video and I don't remember this lady's name and I saw it. Uh, I was watching uh, MTR mediocre tutorials and reviews and he reacted to this lady who did a video where she just broke down the whole, she debunked the idea Of child support completely and she took it into areas that I had and I'm a relatively intelligent dude but she went into areas I had never even thought about so I'll link that one too it's you know if you are mad about paying child support that shit ain't gonna make you feel better (laughs) (laughs) this is gonna make you madder so don't watch it under those circumstances Uh, but it's it's both are great sources of information uh and warnings as you move forward in life gentlemen uh and ladies really um on how to conduct yourself so you don't find yourself in those situations
0: yeah um i want to shout out to um de la soul um okay. de la soul so you know they have been going through um some issues with their former label um tommy boy records they have been negotiating and basically you can't really find The old catalog, De La Soul, anywhere online. You may find a song here and there, but all the albums that they put out over the years are largely not available. Um, And some of it has to do with, you know, the fact that they don't benefit from, you know, when when the label puts the stuff out, they don't benefit. They're still holding stuff from their original contract on them. That's the contract. I, I don't know all the ins and outs, but they've been negotiating and talking with the, you know, with the label all these years and it really came to head a couple of years ago where they were posting about it and um they still didn't you know didn't didn't come to a a a good agreement um some years ago back in maybe 2014 I think it was I remember they gave away their entire catalog for free hey you want I
1: went and grabbed
0: it me too. And hey, sign up for our sign up on our, our email list and we'll give you all of our albums. I was like, hell yeah, here you go. Take it. Email me whatever you want, and I have all of their albums as well. Um but in any case, all that to say, um I, I uh who who posted it? Um Plug One posted up a a video that aired that's that was about to air a portion of um them. On Teen Titans Go. They starred <laughs> as themselves on Teen Titans Go. I wanna put up a clip here. Um if I can find hang on bear with me, folks. I have it queued up, but oh, you might not hear it. Let's see, let's let's try it anyway. If you don't hear it, I'll 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 add the audio and post or you know, Michael do it. One of them. One of us to do the shit. <laughs> um, but check this out. This is, um, share computer sound. All right, here we go.
1: I found a video on YouTube.
0: There you go. Check this out. Oh, I don't hear shit. Can you hear that?
1: No, but it looks really cool.
0: Ben, damn it! All right, it looks it it looks good. That's the, but that's them. Maybe it's best that we don't put the audio up anyway because they snatch down our shit all the time for uh copyright infringement. But um, De La Soul on Teen Titans Go that aired this past weekend. And I'm sure you could probably find it. Um, I'm 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 a big De La fan. And yeah. th- this was really cool to see, and like the the they're fighting like a monster that's trying to steal their music. <laughs> that's really cool, <laughs> 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 and that's the monster. <laughs> so, um, if you get a chance, search it. You know, I'm sure you can find that episode. Where, uh, on Teen Titans Go? And I like I, I like Teen Titans Go, but for them, that's a that's a hip hop group I grew up listening to. Both Mike Mike and I grew up listening to. De La So. To see them on cartoons, like on on a new cartoon in 2021. Oh, that's fantastic. So, um, shout out to De La So, man. That's what's up. That is hip-hop.
1: Yeah, yeah. man. I, that is dope. Um, I found a couple of links on YouTube, some clips, so I'll link those below. Uh, if that whole section just now was no audio or blank or cut because, you know, YouTube dug into us on the copyright right. stuff. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Um, I, I I and I'll share one more thing before we get out of here. Um, my four-year-old, my four-year-old son Ty here, has um expressed some interest in being a musician of some sort. Um, and we have a video. He has a song that he 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 appropriately calls Tyhir's theme, and. Um, it is just cuteness overload. Like he, I mean, it is the
1: cutest thing I've heard and seen in a while.
0: <laughs> Yo, He did. Like, so we shot an actual, we shot an actual music video for it. Um, yeah. Okay. So you probably won't, if I, I, if I put this up, you probably won't hear it either, but I'll put it up and we'll, we'll, we'll close. Are you doing on. it through zoom? Yeah.
1: You just got to check the little box in the corner. So when you hit share, it's a little box down in the left corner that says share sound.
0: All right, let's see if that works. I did that, but let's try it again. Yeah, it's not working for me, (laughs) but that's the visuals for Tahir's theme. Um, It's, it's just too cute. He's uh we actually we, we actually recorded like two and a half songs. And he's four. He's not even reading yet, really. I taught him these songs, you know, we I and and I helped him write it because honestly, I talked with him about the things he was into and wrote down what he said. And that's you know, so he gets writers' credit, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's gonna be suing you ten years from now. My my daddy uh, took all my royalties and <laughs> he took my publishing.
0: Right? It's like what do you mean publishing? You're for?
1: <laughs> no, if you if when he came back home, he walked down to you with a contract. Said, "Dad, I'm gonna need you to sign I mean, here." He Initial here.
0: Like, yo, okay, that's that's my kid.
1: Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm so proud of you.
0: So proud. So proud. Oh so, boy! If you get a chance, check out Ty's uh, theme.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll link it or run it. It'll we'll, it'll be in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so two two quick things before we we sign off. Uh big shout outs to Netflix. They are um on March 1st they're releasing the uh notorious B.I.G. documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh Biggie I got a story to tell. Yeah. Uh Diddy is behind that. Uh his mother uh Valetta is behind that. So that ought to be ought to be really dope. Mhm. Uh, and then shout out to one, Mr. Donald Glover. Um, he, he just cut an eight figure deal with Amazon to provide content. Mm. Uh, his brother signed up with him and, um, Malia Obama is joining him as a writer.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: He left his deal with, um, Disney and FX Went over to Amazon to do content, uh, and I think they're going to give him kind of a content channel where he can put up his catalog of all of his stuff he's done or whatever. I I love 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 Donald Glover. Yeah, the dude is a funny comedian. He's a a uh, he's got bars and, as an MC. He's a kick-ass actor. He's directing and producing now. Love that dude. That dude makes me feel like black people can do anything.
0: Oh man, he's a superhero. I, I have I, I, I've met him on 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 a couple of occasions. Very very cool. Like I, I, you know, I what was the show he was on? He, he well, okay, he used to write for, um, Thirty Rock. He was a writer on Thirty Rock, and then they, he was he was a in the cast of what's that? Com- was it called Community? On NBC yeah. as well, he was in um, Community. And but I, but I got you know early on before he started making records right. I saw his stand up. He did a stand up special like on on Comedy Central or something like that. And his perspective—he's from Atlanta. His perspective on different things. He didn't come up in the hood, hood like you know. And he talked about that. I was just—it was really funny. So I met him shortly after that, um, over ten years ago now. And I can tell hey, you that's—I was—I didn't—I wasn't expecting all that. But then to see all the different things that he's gone on to do. After that, it's phenomenal. Like he's he's a he's a well rounded entertainer, very brilliant dude. So um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing um, the stuff that he he comes up with, the stuff that you know that he, that he puts out. Um, um, along those lines, also shout out to our our, our good friend Princess Ivory. Um, she's a part of Hip Hop Uncovered on FX. Her and her aunt Deb. Who was uh, Debbie? Who has been ingrained in hip hop? Her son is uh, Waka Flocka. She was been uh, you know uh, entertainment manager for for him, for Gucci, for Nicki Minaj. Um, and who'd thunk that she was in the? Sh- I mean, I know from some stories that Ivy told told me before this that she was in you know in the streets, but I didn't know she was like in the streets like that. Like the her crew, um, her, her, her brothers, Bimmy, they were the inspiration behind New Jack, um, New Jack City. Oh, wow, yeah, I didn't know that. And I called I after <laughs> watching it. I call I Ivory. was like, Let me find out. I didn't know that Deb was the inspiration for the character for the Rockabye Baby character on. <laughs> Going like it's it's crazy. And they're telling the stories about how, you know, some some dealers backed hip hop and how they, you know, were able to change their lives and all different things and different stories, the streets related to hip hop and you know phenomenal show on, on FX um hip hop uncovered. Um at, I'm, I'm, we w we Ivory is fam, we'll get on here. I want to get her and Deb on here tell some stories Burn. and um, that'll be real. That'll be real cool. But yeah, on on FX, <laughs> the pop uncovered. Fascinating. Fantastic. Um, shout, uh, rest in peace to Prince Marky D, um, of the Fat Boys, who passed away a day before his birthday. Man, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was it was he. Um, I do prep for another show I produce. Um, and his birthday was in the list for for Friday. Yeah and moments after i put together not Mike, you know i sent the you know the list to mike as well and um i saw a message you know come across that he had passed that day i was like oh my god his birthday was you know what i mean and i was a, a, a fan of one the fat boys being from brooklyn the fat boys were somewhat like the early brooklyn heroes for me you know what i mean them full force you know what I mean going 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 back you know to the 80s um they, you know they got they got they came on the scene from a contest they got their record tale from a contest performing you know um Buffy the the beatbox he passed away some many many years ago but um yep. Marky D you know went on to um even further success on his solo career and, and did some solo yep. records and this two records I mean two records that that were that predated right before it, it kind of shaped the sound of what R&B hip hop would become um yep. swing my way or, or um swing I think swing my way and um oh shoot what's the what was the, other, was the other it was it was two records it was two records um i won't i won't bust my brain cell on it but um yeah he you know he passed away unexpectedly um and it was it, it, it hit me it's like wow this is one of my heroes you know what i'm saying it's like you you hate to see x uh ecstasy from houdini also from brooklyn um passed away you know um not very long ago Uh oh
1: shit he he died of congestive heart failure
0: yes yeah 52 right um, it's 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 heartbreaking. He wasn't a, he wasn't an old dude, you know what I mean? Trippin' out was the other record. Trippin' out was the I don't
1: remember Trippin' out, but I remember uh The Swing My Way joint. I got it in it's in here somewhere.
0: Yeah, I won't play it because, you know, copyright, you know, would flag us or whatever, but his two solo records, Trippin' out and Swing My Way, it was absolutely dope. And that like I said, that kind of shaped what the R&B hip-hop sound so right shortly after he put his records out. I think he had some, the same producers or him had something to do with Mary J. Blige, um, first album as well. And so that's the same type of sound, um, real love and all those records that came, you know, after that, um, rest in peace to, uh, Prince Marky D. Um, there was something that I, I saw, um, Russell Simmons post up in response to, his passing, um, which I thought was was pretty impactful. Um, I, I'll play a little bit of of what he said, but he basically um, he said that you know um, he's he has a number of people. I'll I, I, well, put a link up for it, but there's a number of people that have passed away that he knows. More, you know, some famous, some not. Um, Basically because of their diet Because yep. of the food that they They're eating Um, Here I, I'll play some of this Here it goes
3: 20 or so friends died this year At least 20 At least 20 friends My dear friend who was here with me Last year this time My best friend he died Andre Harrell Ecstasy from Houdini. I'm just going to name some famous ones. Ecstasy from Houdini. He died. Um, Prince Marky D today died, and he triggered memories of all the friends. My stepmother, who was my mother after my mother's passing, who I was very close to and I spoke to almost daily, she died. And I, the list goes on. My my best friend from college, Rudy Sply, he died. Um. And I, if I name Pak, is an investor, an investor who lives in Thailand, who was a billionaire. Um. Great, beautiful Thai Thai uh, person. He he died early on. But all the pandemic uh, cases. That die, almost every single one, and all the friends I mentioned died because of their diet. If everyone is dying because of their diet, and food is either medicine or poison, it is good medicine or it's poison. You eat the, I got my blood test yesterday, two days ago, and I was misreading it. The low and the high So everything said normal, 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 negative, normal Negative, negative, normal And I checked And I was the low end of all the normal When I need to be low And the high end of all the normal when I need to be high But at first I misread it I was like, oh shit, I got cholesterol He said, no, you have the low end of normal with cholesterol The low end of normal with everything So they have much more intense blood tests now and then he checked everything else, and normal, negative. I'm 63 years old. I don't take any pills. I took a lot of pills. Until I, was, until I was 30, I took every pill. Whatever fuck you gave me, I took it. I took cocaine, I took heroin, did a lot of things. And I was in pretty bad shape when I went sober. But <clears throat> I'm high now all the time. I'm high after meditation, I'm high after my yoga class, I'm high after cryotherapy, the ice pool, I jump in the ice pool. I don't know about
0: the cryotherapy. Take an ice
3: bath, but Mm -hmm. I'm always high. I'm always doing shit to promote circulation and, and alertness and awareness and consciousness. And all happiness is is a second of consciousness. Every second that we're happy, it's because the noise is gone and we've created this freedom. And one of the vehicles by which you promote that is through the body. The yogi says you have a body and a mind, although you're not a body and a mind. So, if you fine tune the body and the mind, it's helpful in emptying the mind. The-
0: he goes on about yoga and everything, but he talks, you know, about um, taking care of your temple. You know, your body, taking care of your temple, and promotes doing, you know, a uh, plant based diet. And all, you know, hearing them say that and and watching the news and seeing, you know, like you mentioned, all the, you know, the, the, just the famous ones that we know. And then we have people in our own lives that have passed away because of diet, because of the things we, we put in our bodies, things we've eaten or whatever. Uh, it kind of rings. It rings a different kind of way now. You're like, well, maybe there is something to this, you know. Um, yeah. So, I mean. This, doing a, a vegan lifestyle Is hard I've tried a couple of times At least for a week or two weeks Or a month or whatever It's hard But I notice When I eat When I'm not eating so much meat Or no meat I feel so much different I have more energy I'm not as tired I'm not as bloated I don't feel You know what I mean It's it's a complete like. And just after a week just, It doesn't take long It doesn't take long at all so I mean that's that's something you know I, I've discussed with my wife about you know um, switching over you know like, like real like really really switching over um, I don't know if I can I like steaks <laughs> I like to eat a steak every once in a while I like chicken breasts you know stuff like that I don't eat too much red meat every once in a while I don't I don't really eat pork my wife loves pork I don't really eat pork anyway so it's kind of easy for me to kind of come off of meats and red meats because I don't really do that too much. But all that to say, I'm, you know, I'm thinking more about really going, um, vegan and really trying it. I've discussed it on, on, on this show before that I tried it and it was, (laughs) I didn't have a great success with it because I felt always hungry, but that was in the first two weeks of it. You know what I mean? Um, it's a lifestyle change, not a, a diet. And, you know, I, I'll chronicle it here as I as I do it. But um, I just wanted to pass on that information. And, in, you know, in light of uh, Prince Marky e. D passing away, he, um, uh, Russell Simmons makes a lot of sense in what he said.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm not vegan, but I've been kind of about that life. I'm pescatarian. I've been about that life for a long time um, since 94 is when it kind of started. It culminated in 2011. Um, for me, it was different with each one of them,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but more specifically with poultry. I found that I was addicted to poultry. Mm. I broke the addiction um, because I, I gave up red meat, I gave up pork back in the, the mid-90s. So I ate so turkey and chicken every day, turkey and chicken, turkey and chicken, turkey and chicken. And I don't even know what sparked it. But one day I was like, yeah, I just want to cut back. And I I was like, you know, 20% of the week, right? Uh, A handful of days, basically. Mm -hmm. I hit that mark. And then I just kind of stopped wanting it. Mm. And then it got to the point where the idea of eating poultry is gross to me. Like if, if I would, if I were to go back to eating something, I'd probably go back to eating steak, but pork, definitely not because pork, I find pork to be disgusting. Uh, and just chicken, it just seems gross to me. And I think about all those years that I just ate it and just ate it and just ate it. And I was like, I, I was addicted. I, I didn't particularly love it. Like I would think about how I would eat it. It would be drowned in sauce and, and all of this stuff. So I could eat it, and it was—it's like, <laughs> was like I didn't even really like it. Right, right. So it's look, I, I and and with cheese, and I'll say this, and I'll shut up, and we can get out of here. But I gave up dairy in 2017. It took one week for me to start feeling better. Cause I was having like phlegm issues and joint pains and all kinds of stuff. And I talked to one of my partners who had given up dairy and he was like, dude, stop eating cheese for a couple of weeks. See how you feel. Cause it was a problem for me. Yeah. One week of not eating cheese alone, I felt so much better. And that was when I was like dairy done because I, I like feeling good more than I liked cheese. Right. It just, I was like, I don't want to go back to choking on phlegm in the middle of the night Mm. uh, and not being able to sleep because of, because of those issues. Um, So yeah, it's, it's, I would say start slow. (laughs) Don't, don't like cut everything at one time because that's real hard to do. But I would say pick one thing and tackle that one thing. And once you get it tackled, then tackle the other thing. And, and, and it takes being creative in the kitchen. So you don't get bored with eating green beans and broccoli all the time. Yeah. Right.
0: I'm gonna try it. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go at it again. But you know, I just want to pass that on. You know, folks, if you're feeling the same way, if you're thinking the same way, you know, let us know. You know, how you doing? If you're doing it already, if you're already pescatarian or vegetarian or or uh, um, vegan, vegan, let's know how you did it. You know what I mean? Um, We'd love to hear from you. Um, We appreciate you watching. Appreciate you listening. Make sure you uh, subscribe. Hit us up on forever. No, sorry, wrong one at Unpoppin' Show on all socials. (laughs) And uh, of course, our website is uh, unpoppinshow.com. And subscribe to our our, uh, our YouTube channel. And uh, we appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all kicking it with us, man. Y'all be safe out there.
1: And big, big shouts out to everybody who uh, signed up on the YouTube page. We had a big spike. Uh, last week So thank you for joining us Thank you for joining The Unpopping
0: community That's right Y'all yeah, be safe out there we we'll see you next time And uh, Stay around for the After show Alright Peace